0: Hey, everybody, it is day 74 of our 90 day challenge. The topic is right doctrine, right practice.
1: Be careful to do what it says, then you will surely be successful.
0: 2 Thessalonians 3 and 1. As for other matters, brothers and sisters, pray for us that the message of the Lord may spread rapidly and be honored just as it was with you, and pray that we may be delivered from wicked and evil people, for not everyone has faith. But the Lord is faithful, and he will strengthen you and protect you from the evil one. We have confidence in the Lord that you are doing and will continue to do The things we command, may the Lord direct your hearts into God's love and Christ's perseverance. And that ends the reading for this morning. The topic is right doctrine, right practice. I believe everyone has a blind spot. Blind spots are places in our lives that have an out of order sign in front of them. It's the place of dysfunction or non-growth It's the place where our Christianity conflicts with our human reality The place where confusion gives birth to frustration Blind spots don't make sense all of the time Because in your mind, things should not be this way When you have a blind spot, you feel like the exception and not the rule When you have a blind spot, you have something nobody else has A situation that very few people can relate to you feel ashamed to tell anyone, even though you know everyone can see it on you. Blind spots expose the contradiction in each of us. It's when you have an anointing to play an instrument, but God allows your fingers, the very things you need to play, to be stricken with arthritis. It's when you know you have a gift to teach and you know God has called you to finish your college degree in order to be a blessing to thousands of other students, but every school you apply to, you either get denied or you can't afford the tuition blind spots. It's a person who loves to give and so on others. Nothing makes them happier than to give out of love and compassion. God has blessed them with a the sincere heart of selflessness. But every time they look up, they find themselves always living paycheck to paycheck. Something else is being turned off and they find themselves having to borrow from people who are not selfless, but stingy. These kinds of people remind you of how many times you ask for a loan and how much you owe plus interest, blind spots. You're a woman who has a passion for kids. God has given you the gift of ministering into the lives of young adults and children, but you can't have children yourself. For some reason, God has allowed you to be barren. It doesn't make sense to you because God gave you a gift for others that he won't even allow you to benefit from. So you walk away feeling cursed instead of blessed blind spots. It's the person who has the gift to heal and lay hands on others. But when they go to the doctor, they find out they have stage four cancer. It makes no sense for God to have stricken you with illness. When all of your life you've sacrificed for others by laying hands, listening to their hearts and being present for them. And for some reason, God allows your cancer to get worse. While he let others go into remission and you have to sit there every Sunday and say, thank you, Jesus blind spots. It's the woman who knows how to cook for a man, clean for a man, do laundry for a man and love her man. And yet she's still ain't got no man. She's almost past childbearing years and it feels like God is punishing her, but she's really upset because she wishes she didn't have the gifts to prepare for a husband that never came. God, what are you doing? When I was in seminary, I met a quote unquote prophet in the hospital where I served as chaplain who ministered to two young girls while their mother laid there weakened by stage four cancer. She told the kids that God told her that their mom was not going to die. Those kids screamed with joy at the miracle working power of God. They thanked this so-called prophet for her prayers and they clung to every word she said. Two days later, their mom died. They sat there in the waiting room with tears of confusion streaming down their faces. And when I approached them as the assigned chaplain, they looked at me and said, but I thought that woman said my mother was not going to die. I thought that woman said God told her my mother was not going to die. It was there that I realized how important it is for us to have sound doctrine with our great sounding prophetic words. It was there that I realized that worship without an accurately biblical understanding of God, God's promises and God's love can hurt people way more than help them. In seminary, I learned it this way. Orthodoxy equals orthopraxy. This means you need right doctrine for right practice. In other words, you can't live a good life with bad information. And consequently, one of the most critical and consequential decisions we will ever make is who we give our ear to. Why? Because whoever has your ear has your heart. And whoever is speaking into our ears will in one way or another shape our identity in second thessalonians paul is writing to the church about right doctrine he tells them to pray that they are delivered from wicked and evil people for not everyone has faith paul knew that they were being introduced to a slew of false doctrine and their itching ears might become attracted to something that was pretty sounding but poisonous to the soul so for that reason he calls them to be vigilant righteous and sound why because right doctrine is needed for right practice and right learning is required for right living and we can't live a good life with bad information one of the truths we must be willing to accept and embrace is this bad information doesn't always come from bad people in bad places some bad information that we have received has come from good people These people have loved us richly, but informed us poorly. These people may have meant right, but were informed wrong. Some thought slavery, for example, was appropriate because they learned it in church. Some women thought that they were inferior and unable to be all God called them to be because of something they learned in church. Some people thought their imperfections or quote unquote blind spots were unredeemable because of what they learned in church. But God is calling us to do the work so that our teaching, our singing, and our living will not be in vain. Worshippers must always pray, God, protect my ears from false teaching, from bad theology, and inaccurate instruction. These are challenging times where many pastors are leading whole congregations astray because culture has convinced us to buy into lies that God never endorsed. The American dream, for example, is not the will of god but sometimes you may be enticed by your own desire for riches and fame that you tune out the spirit of god who is saying i never said that in this season pray that god will introduce you to responsible leaders pray that god will expose you to people who preach and sing about the god of the scriptures most importantly Check everything you hear in church with scripture. If it is a cute slogan, but it does not intersect with the Bible, do your best to archive it in your heart as a great quote, but do not turn it into scripture. When you listen to worship songs, ask, is this biblical? When you hear them preach, ask, is this biblical? This is why the 90 day challenge was created. Too many well-meaning people are being deceived by preachers because they do not have the discipline. To go to God for themselves. They are accustomed to what I call secondhand glory from the mouth of a modern day Moses or from their favorite preacher. They rarely cross-reference the words they hear with the word of the Lord in his living, breathing word. But today, you got to do the work to make sure that you are hearing sound doctrine. If you do not, you could be ingesting spiritual food that will make you sick before it makes you whole. Remember. Right doctrine leads to right practice. So what is your worship work today? Guard your ears and guard your eyes. Remember that everything you hear, even though it it may be cute as a slogan, may not be the word of God. So ask God to make you more sensitive to false teachers and false doctrine, even if they are good people, so you can protect yourself from deception
2: somebody ought to set yourself free in this atmosphere can you stand up this is more of a hymn that we're going to sing I want everybody to proclaim I want everybody singing now he is is there is no one like him like him him. he's the one one out forever worship out forever worship good. He is, is God. He
1: is, he is, God.
2: You got it? Take it up. Come on everybody. He is There is no
1: one.
2: Sing church. He is i the one stretch your hands. I need somebody who really knows God, who really knows God, who really knows him to open up your mouth and begin to worship him. Set your people free tonight to worship you. I need somebody to press past everything you can see, everything you can hear. Everything you can touch. Somebody transcend in into the very presence of God now. Worship Him. Worship Him. Worship Him.
1: Alright,
2: let's together, let's cry. We cry holy.
1: We cry holy. Forever. Forever. Forever.
2: And ever. And ever. And ever. We we cry, we cry holy forever forever and ever, and ever. Come on everybody singing we
1: cry We cry holy forever. forever Forever And ever and ever holy is the Lamb We cry holy Forever Forever, forever. and ever and ever somebody sing we cry holy, we cry holy. Forever
2: knows what time it is. Somebody who doesn't need a cheerleader, go for what you know now.
1: Uh-huh. Uh-huh.
2: I want some people to break the chains just because it's a recording. This altar is open. You can bow. If you need to move, you can move. Come on, saints of God. Press in. Come on. Yeah. Woo. We find hope. We find For Cry, oh. We cry holy oh. And yellow Forever and ever. and ever Father as one body we cry We cry holy
1: oh. oh. Forever Ooh. And
2: ever We cry holy oh, We cry holy oh. Forever and ever. and ever Nothing else matters right now